Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Helping can be a beautiful expression of human nature. And there are many different reasons why we help, not all of which are altruistic. Today, we're going to be discussing the helper frequency and some of the underlying patterns which motivate us to help. Once we know what these patterns are, if we choose to continue to help, we can do so from a clear and strong foundation. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's jump in. Dennis? So I think a lot of times, Karen, people find themselves in situations where they feel like they should, should kind of sacrifice themselves to help others, whether it's a spouse or a young child or aging parents, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what your take on that is. I, I feel this tremendous sense of guilt that I've got to sacrifice myself. Okay, that's interesting. So uh, I'm kind of smiling because I know um, your your background and um, that's definitely that, that Catholic guilt thing coming through. So that was interesting. Why, even why, in your... why, why, why thank you. <laughs> It's well, called perfecting this. <laughs> right. So all kidding aside, I mean, there are times when we do feel like we should help or we are being obligated to, and we don't want to. So, And I think a lot of that is because, well, I'm just going to back up for a second. And let me stop you there. When you say we don't want to, it's, mm -hmm. it's like we just have a sense that it's probably not healthy yeah. for either me or the other person yeah. to sacrifice and to be a martyr. Yeah, so, and even be just even, I just don't want to, yeah. right? I mean, you get to a point where you're like, that's the edge of my boundary and I just don't want to. Yeah. And so um, it doesn't have to be as extreme as what you said, although it can get that extreme. So there is a frequency that I call the helper frequency and it runs through many of us. And it's a, it's, First of all, I want to back up again from this and say that helping is a beautiful thing, okay? And so I'm not talking in this particular moment about those um, very spontaneous moments of helping, right? Like somebody struggling with a bag, someone comes along, total stranger helps. Yeah. Someone drops a, something on the ground, oh, excuse me, you've dropped something, do you want it? Yeah. You have something in your teeth, whatever, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about this, right? I'm talking about, um, in this particular segment, we're talking about the helper frequency in terms of probably more sustained interaction in closer relationship that's when they can this can distort and also for people who are in roles where they're helping others in like caretaking like either through work that they're doing okay um, whether it be spiritual work or energetic work or even just um, not just but even in a physical modality like massage or whatnot um, that is like a caregiving type of role where the helper frequency can flare and become distorted okay so in terms of um, the helper frequency itself, what happens often, as you say, is that especially also, uh, I'm going to include empaths with this, so oh, people who okay. feel a lot in other people almost immediately, okay? So they're very, very sensitive to the energetic and the emotional state of others. So within those of us who have the helper frequency, <clears throat> there is a distortion with regards to if you're a good person, you need to help no matter what. And if you say no, then you're a bad person, 
right? It's, it's not acceptable yeah. on some level yeah. for you to be a good person and say no. So that is uh, one of the main distortion patterns. The other one that I see often is you have to take on other people's stuff in order to help them. Does that make sense? You're going to take on their emotional garbage, yeah. their whatever, their, yeah. their experiencing yeah. their stress, their anxiety, their whatever, yeah. in order to relieve them because you can handle it better. Or even if you can't handle it better, that you should because you, yeah. in order to be a good person, you have to. You know, if I'm suffering, you should too. Yeah. You know? Or if you're suffering, I need to take it from you. Yeah. That's really... Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's often what happens with people who have distorted health frequencies. They feel they have to. Yeah. And interestingly, um, this happens a lot with females, actually, because there's, there is a distortion also in the feminine, which says that in order to be a good mother, daughter, wife, sister, you have to take on part of your role as that good whatever it was, fill in the blank, is to take on the suffering of the, of the intimate family unit. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean intimate family, meaning, meaning emotionally intimate, obviously, like your, yeah. your, um, your siblings, your parents. Is that almost kind of like the martyr thing? Uh, it could be the martyr. It may not be that extreme. It may just be that they're, um, they don't, so to me. Trying to be a good parent. Yeah, trying to, to be a good parent. And so, yeah. so to me, the martyr is somebody who has a bit of victim frequency going on and also like it puts blame on others a lot. It's never their fault. It's oh. usually someone else's fault. And they have to suffer in order to be seen, acknowledged, or even loved. Oh. To me, that's to me, that's the martyr frequency. It's okay. actually very specific. Okay. It's different from the victim frequency, which is like, I need to be punished or suffer all the time, which is slightly different from the helper frequency, which running clearly is fantastic, but when it has distortion, it can have elements of the martyr frequency and the victim frequency in it. Make sense? So, mm -hmm. I think you've set a real good foundation here for the discussion. Okay. But what do I do about it? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm listening to you today. Yeah. And I'm exactly that person. Yeah. And I feel trapped. Yeah. And I'm in this. Yeah. And I I'm, can't not, get I'm not sure how to get out. Yeah. So one is that some people don't even recognize they're in it. So you've said that you recognize it. Not everyone does. They just feel like they have to. And they have a really hard time holding boundaries. And people dump their stuff on them. So one, step one, is if you don't even recognize that you carry this tendency of this distortion of the helper frequency to notice if what I just mentioned happens to you, yep. okay? Then it's either um, the fastest way to shift all that is to then do a group frequency calibration or like some kind of frequency work. Like the, there's a free one after the, as there always is on the helper frequency and clearing it after this. So you can listen to that for free to begin that process. Um, and there are other GFCs out there to help with that or an individual session. What I would say in addition to that is that once that's established, it's to continue to watch yourself and ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. If you, because if it makes you feel good somehow, right? Because you feel like, oh, now I'm worthy or accepted or loved because I'm doing this yeah. service, then notice that because that's a, a pattern, a, a deletion, like a confirmation of the deletion of the pattern that you need to be doing and to be aware of and to start to hold boundaries with people who just want to take advantage of you because you'll notice that if you have this frequency distortion people like to take advantage of your help and you, you typically are the one who runs around organizing everything doing everything for everyone getting everything sorted making sure everything's okay another tell of somebody has a distortion in their helper frequency is that typically you're uncomfortable with other people's discomfort 
So meaning, if you get, if other people are like agitated or anxious or whatever, you want to make it better. You can't, you can't just like let them have their experience. You need to fix it. Step in. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta make it right for them. I'll take this over. I'll take, I'll handle it for you. Then you won't be uncomfortable. So it's interesting because then, as a result of that, what happens is more and more people who have more and more drama who need to relieve that and need you to fix it come into your life. Does that make sense? Because it's of that distortion pattern. So just notice if that happens. So again, these are all just patterns to notice. As you do more frequency work, you'll notice that the people you are going to hang out with will start to shift because they don't like that you're doing this because you no longer are taking their stuff from them. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? I don't. Hey, I don't yeah, I don't like that. Last time I <laughs> last time I called you and I told you I was you know kind of down and out. You, yeah. you rushed over here. Yeah, I know. You're, you're not rushing. rushing. Yeah, I know. What's yeah. what's what's going on there? Yeah. And so your friends might change or your relationships might change. Um, so just that's something for you to note. Um, and notice that if you feel like you want to um, try and rescue those relationships, okay? It's like, like, really, should I should I go make it better for them? So notice your tendency to want to do that, yeah. right? Because that's part, again, of the deletion, uh, confirmation of the deletion of the pattern. You know, one thing that I heard that really came across very clearly, mm -hmm. patterns. Yeah. So. Chances are this is not an isolated situation. Oh, no. You probably do this at work, with your family, with your friends, yeah. everybody. And People so you don't know. Yeah. That's, that's where that awareness is like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. Ooh. When I look in the mirror, it's like, wow. Yeah. I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. And you're probably the one at the party who's cleaning up everything after everyone and, yeah. you know, all that type of thing. So it's there running in your life. And so it's really awesome to work with people when they release this distortion, their helper frequency, because then when they do help, it's really clear and lovely because they want to. They're not being forced to out of like a knee-jerk reaction in response yeah. to the distortion pattern. They're doing it out of choice. They're at free will, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're like, okay, I want to help in this situation. I have the energetic bandwidth to do it, meaning like I feel good right now. I feel resourced, able, capable, willing to help you. Yeah. So I will. Or if I'm not, I can say no. Right? And it doesn't have to be like, no, screw you. It could be like, I can't right now, but I might be able to yeah. in like three days from now, for or, example. Or at right? least I, I have the awareness and strength mm -hmm. to set boundaries exactly. around it. Yes. So I could come over Tuesday afternoon. But not now. But you know, I can't come over now and I can't come over every afternoon. Exactly. But I you know, I do want to help you. Yeah. And uh, Yeah. So it's sort of it's not sort of, it is clearer. Yeah. And the other thing that I would say is just again, and I've mentioned this before, but as a note, since we're talking about this, when you take on other people's burdens, all you're doing is relieving them from an emotional perspective, meaning they don't feel good emotionally, right? They're in this dress, they're having their drama, they're having their meltdown, they're having their crisis. Okay, I'm not belittling it because it's yeah. their experience and you're starting to take it on. So you taking on their emotional experience relieves them from an emotional standpoint, but it doesn't actually resolve the the problem. The problem is they have their own frequency distortions running that aren't being resolved and they're looking for an outlet emotionally to feel better. And they have their own journey of what they're supposed to transcend. You can't take their lesson from them. Yeah. I mean, you may want to because it may look like suffering to you and you may want yeah. that suffering to end, but it's very likely that that's a lesson for them to transcend. I mean, who are we to know, right? What their lessons is to transcend. So by taking away that emotional burden from them and putting it into yourself, all you're doing is weighing yourself down, and you'll notice with those people, they'll feel better after talking to you for about 
a little bit, and then the next day it's like a different story, like a different person, but similar story, right? It's the same kind of drama that happens over and over again to them. So it doesn't matter how much you take from them, it seems to always be there. You have to resolve the frequency distortion pattern first, yeah. and then that stops it. But you taking their emotional stuff doesn't resolve it. So what I heard you say is that you probably, with good intentions, mm -hmm. came to help me, mm -hmm. but in many ways you kind of interrupted my journey yeah. as far as my ability mm -hmm. to help myself. Yeah. And so you always kind of stepping in and taking that position mm -hmm. has kind of allowed me to just extend my suffering. In a way, yes. It's and, true. I hadn't thought of it that way, but it's true. Yeah. Actually. So really, you know, one of the things that you could do is actually sit down with me and talk about my patterns, your patterns, and you know what would be the healthiest resolution yeah. to this? If the person can handle yeah, it, yeah, yeah, which they may yeah, not, yeah. I would say the easiest thing to do is to work on yourself. Yeah, and just, as you clear yourself, everything else will start to clear yeah. around you. Whether it means clear out, because that person no longer stays in your life, or that that relationship shifts in its nature. The other thing I just want to mention about the helper frequency are for people who are quote-unquote healers or... Um, are people who, in any capacity, yeah. meaning any, anything from physical, like massage, acupuncture, chiropractic, all the way to like the energetic intuitives, okay? So I think it's really important for those of us who want to help in that way to really be mindful of the work of how we are personally. The stronger we are in terms of our own distortion patterns and what we need to clear, the easier and better it is for the person that you're trying to help. I have met um, and worked on a number of healer types where um, their intention is good, okay? So I have nothing, yeah. Yeah. I get, okay, I think it's wonderful, okay? That they yeah. have gifts and they want to help others. And their lives are fraught with drama, abuse, scarcity, whatever, okay? And so, and yet they're helping people in realms where um, there requires a higher level of integrity and neutrality in order to do what they would like to do. And so their own um, instability causes instability in the field in which they are working. Yeah, okay? makes a lot of sense. So I'm not busting your chops yeah. for being a healer and wanting to help because yeah. that is wonderful. Yeah. And it's really important to be clear and continue to. And it's for me too. It's to continue to clear, right? Continue to clear, yeah. continue to clear. That strengthens yeah. us internally. That allows more people to be helped yeah. by us. It's um, interesting because um, one of the things that you might want to be aware of is who you're going to see as a practitioner. Just be really mindful of who you're going to see. And if it feels a little bit weird for you, if they start to like start to want to tell you their own stories about stuff in their lives or they have stuff going on and you're just like, whoa, that doesn't seem really good. You know, there's like a lot of drama going on. Just evaluate if you want to be in that field that open with this person and doing that kind of work when the field itself is unstable. It's kind of like if you're walking along like a rocky ledge, right? And there's like this huge chasm beneath you and you're walking along this rocky ledge, right? And you have to like really focus to make sure that you don't tumble down. Now, if you add somebody else who's trying to rely on you because they're leaning on you so they don't fall down, well, if you're not stable, you're going to pull both of you down, yeah. right? So it's just, you got to be mindful of that yeah. is all. Um, so mindful of it if you're the person who's quote-unquote healing, whether you're a coach, whether you're a phys you know, physical, doing some kind of physical kind yeah. of therapy or some kind of energetic healing. And also as a recipient, who is the practitioner that you're receiving from? Yeah. 
and are they clear or are they because sometimes what I've noticed is that for people who want to help on this level they do it because they want to feel better about themselves and loved and seen and accepted right because they don't feel great about other aspects of their lives so just be yeah. mindful of that I was I, you know that's exactly what I was thinking as you said that is sometimes as a healer or a helper I don't want to look at my own stuff, mm -hmm. so I feel a lot better if I'm helping you mm -hmm. versus kind of staying at home and dealing with my own, Yep. you know. Yep. And so I could, I could see where that happens. And that example you mentioned, I, I keep thinking of, you know, if there's somebody out there in the lake or ocean and they're drowning mm -hmm. and you go out to help save them, mm -hmm but you don't know how to swim. <laughs> it's like, problem. whoa, now we got two. two yeah, now we've got two people drowning. <laughs> and, you know, it's wonderful that you want to help. Yeah. But is that the answer? Yeah, So exactly. So it's, again, always it comes back to this of self-awareness yeah. and the accountability that we mentioned in episode, I don't even remember, two or something like this, yeah. to watch yourself, to see the patterns that are running in terms of what motivates you to help. Yeah whether or not you need to have boundaries, whether or not you need to just focus on self a little bit more, to clear a little bit more in order to facilitate and give your gifts from a clearer and stronger foundation. Well, this is really helpful to a lot of folks that are listening, Karen, because we all find ourselves in these situations. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC, Exactly. What is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group and each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration behind the helper frequency. So first, becoming very aware of your body. And as you become very aware of your body, become aware of the feeling of the texture of whatever it is that you're sitting, standing, or lying down on. Just becoming very aware of that texture on your skin. Good. And now please becoming very aware of your breath without changing it. Just notice it first. 
how is it doing in this moment? How shallow or deep is it? How tight or at ease it is? And whether you're able to draw your breath all the way into your belly, or if you can only breathe into your chest. So just notice that first. And once you have noticed the state of your breath, taking this opportunity now to deepen it, to allow it to become full and slower and deeper. Yep. And if you can, allowing your breath into your belly in addition to your chest. Good. And now becoming aware of your surroundings. Noticing the sounds around you other than the quality or the sound of my voice. And noticing if you can hear around my voice, okay? especially if you're wearing headphones or um, AirPods or earbuds or something. Extend the scope of your hearing beyond what's immediately covering your ears or in your ears. Notice if you can stretch your awareness so you pick up on the little sounds around you. Both on your end and on my end. Good. And now please become aware of the space between your pubic bone and the base of your sternum. Okay, so your lower belly and your solar plexus. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So from the base of your sternum all the way down to your pubic bone. And we're going to take one single deep breath together, inhaling a nice big breath here, holding this breath for a count of four, and on the exhale, holding out the exhaled breath for a count of six. And for those of you who have a faster breath, you're going to keep your attention in the same space. If it's helpful for you to put your hands in your body, go ahead and do that. And if it's not, then don't. Yeah. And breathe normally as we wait for the mastermind to coalesce. And so for those of you who are new, 
I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And I'll also be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me exhale sharply or yawn or even hum. And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns. And I'm working more and more in silence as I access higher and higher frequencies. So if you don't hear me, I'm still working on you. Good. So keeping your attention on this same space, you're going to go ahead and ask yourself the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And for those of you who are new, that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? Yeah. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space in the very center of your body. And for those of you who have been following this work for a while, it'll be very easy for you to get here quickly and to start to imagine or feel or become aware of the brilliance at the very, very center of this space. So for all of us, this brilliance becomes even more intense because we have our intention on it. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your skeletal system or structure, radiating out through the muscles and flesh, out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Good. Becoming very aware of or imagining that brilliance within that sphere. And that brilliance is going to become so intense that the sphere is going to start to shake or to oscillate from side to side. If it doesn't, that is okay. If it is, just notice the speed and the intensity with which 
the sphere moves. And now, becoming aware of the space all around the sphere. Mm -hmm. And as you become aware of this space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance. irrespective of what level you're at. So that this session can be the most effective possible because it's coming from the highest resonating order. And also, because you can't come to this level on your own without my help yet, it allows you to entrain essentially to your future self. And now please become aware of the space that is your solar plexus. Okay, so that's between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So as you become aware of this space, in addition to your heart space, which is in the center of your chest in your nipple line, as you become aware of these two spaces, the first distortion pattern is that of... Um, well, it's, it's two different patterns, actually, depending on the subgroup you're in. So one is the belief that you need to take on other people's um, emotions or urgencies or stresses or problems in order to help them. You're obligated to do this. And for uh, the other, another subgroup, it's like, it's kind of like a, like a badge of honor. Like it shows that you're somehow tough or something that you can um, do this. So you don't have to do this. You can choose to, but you don't have to. It doesn't actually make you better and it doesn't free them because they need to learn whatever they need to learn. And even though it looks like, can look like suffering, sometimes that suffering is required in order to catalyze their growth. So you don't remove that lesson from them. Okay. Even though it looks like suffering and it only makes you heavier. So nobody's winning in this situation. So let's release these two patterns. And there's a third subgroup of you, which is the um, obligation to be nice, okay, to take on 
more responsibility than you would prefer because you're a good person or you're a nice person or whatever it is. Okay. So, or you're a giver. That's another way of putting it. So to know the difference between what you want to give, what you're able to give willingly without being taxed and where for you, there's a boundary. If you give beyond this, it actually starts to tax you. It starts to make you feel resentful, taken advantage of, etc. So knowing that boundary for all the th- those three subgroups, right? And the remaining ones that I have not mentioned, of which there are a number, but they're smaller in number than these three. Okay, so let's just remove all these different patterns. Now bringing your attention, please, from the hollow of your throat in a straight line along your sternum all the way down to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum, which again is that big, thick bone in the center of your body where your, che- uh, where your ribs meet. So your xiphoid process is right beneath the base of that sternum where it goes from bone to flesh and it's a little bit tender when you press on it. Okay, that's your xiphoid process. This is the distortion pattern of being uncomfortable with someone else's discomfort. So you want to help. You actually can't stop yourself because you're not okay with just letting someone be. Okay, so meaning holding neutral and giving them the space to be whatever they need to be in that moment. So let's release this. 
And by the way, I'm not suggesting you do nothing at all times for anybody. This is removing the compulsion so you don't have remain trapped in this distortion as opposed to having more choice and more free will. Bring your attention now just to the xiphoid process. Yep. So pulling you more towards neutrality so you can give them the space to do or be whatever they need to do or be. It's a continuation of the previous pattern. Or rather, I should say extension of the previous pattern. Bring your attention now, please, to the lower back half of your skull. Yeah. So this is the distortion pattern of helping because we think it makes us a good person. Okay, so we have to do something to deserve that label. Okay, so it's less about your beingness and more about your doingness in terms of your own judgment of self. So let's release this. For a subgroup of you, this is an obligation that has come in through lineage and through religion. And so now it's part of your identity. Good. 
Becoming aware now of your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards your belly button. Clearing out, resetting, and integrating the pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.